Well, it's time for us to put our money where our proverbial mouth is, and it's only hypothetical money, because if you're trying to use these selections to make real money, that's not very much advised. That's why we sarcastically call our projections votes of confidence. Nothing provides the intended inspiration quite like a vote of confidence. The confidence I think that the team has. You know, winning makes you feel good. It makes you confident. Now, here's our votes of confidence inspiring you with the certainty you're seeking. All right, Trey, we'll get to it right off the bat. NASCAR this coming weekend. A reminder, by the way, when you see Truck Series projections, that race is Sunday and at the Milwaukee Mile. Great venue, but not Daytona, where the Xfinity tonight and Cup tomorrow races will be held. Trey, we'll spray the board with this. Anything in the Truck Series for this coming weekend um, at all? It's a short track. Take time, Majeski. He's the favorite, clearly the prohibitive favorite in this one, and justifiably so. Two to one odds. You might as well wait till qualifying and practice because I don't think it would change all that much. Xfinity Series this evening. Austin Hill and everybody else, is that the way you look at this? I like Parker Clickerman in this. Uh, he finished second at Atlanta. Uh, I'm looking at the guys at the cutoff line, maybe even Riley Herbst as well. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. JRM feels like they have something to prove, so maybe one of those cars. Maybe Brandon Jones, who needs to win the most out of the stable because they basically had the win last time they were in Daytona, but they messed it up themselves, giving it to Austin Hill. So I'll throw this one out there just because you mentioned drivers that need it and teams working together. Sammy Smith at 30 to 1 seems a little bit too big of an odds. He was in the top five in qualifying. Uh, and obviously, he and teammate John Hunter Nemechek, who's been very good, could team up. Uh, it probably is Haley and everyone else, but, you know, you, you, I, I think there are other value options that are out there. Meanwhile, Cup Series practice going on right now. I believe that's correct. Qualifying. qualifying they don't me, practice it right now. Do you have any projections where everyone is probably going to be 10 to 1 odds or longer after this? I'm taking Bubba. He was at 18-1 to 1 earlier. You like him to flat out win his way into this thing. Yep. I go Bubba top five. And the difference for me versus you, Trey, is he may not win it, but I think he knows, and he said so last week, that he's got to have the right mindset entering Daytona. You know, past success doesn't guarantee future success, that's for sure. So we got to go out and just get through no practice qualifying and, um, and and stages and just run our own race. We, we know what we need to do there. We show that at Talladega. Just don't need to crash on the last corner. So. See, see what he basically said to me and what he meant is we want to be up there near the end. They may not win it, but I think top five gives you a little bit more wiggle room. Obviously not the payout of actually winning the race that Trey is going to elect to use, uh, which obviously means no Chase Elliott in the NASCAR playoffs. I'm, I'm not getting off that line. Well, here's the thing also why I say Bubba has to win. Like, why I think Bubba's going to win versus a top five is the money comes from the ownership side, ownership point side, and the 23 is below the cut line to the nine by 30 points. So, theoretically, I think he could make up that gap, but my guess is he doesn't. So, I'm taking, um, I'm going to take him to uh, get that done and win. So, there's Trey's projection for this weekend. I go Bubba Wallace top five. Trey has him to win outright. Just one quick little nugget for NASCAR, or excuse me, for the U.S. Open. Um, You know, Alcaraz and Djokovic should meet in the final. It's insane. Djokovic is minus 200. You'd have to lay $20 for a $10 profit on Djokovic to make the final. Alcaraz is just under even money. Um, I think they do meet in the finals. Alcaraz clearly has a much more treacherous road than Novak Djokovic has. It's not even close when it comes to comparing those two to get there. 
But there's a part of me that still likes Alcaraz at bigger money because, you know, yes, Djokovic's figured out how to tax him youth-wise, but at some point, the pendulum is going to switch. And when Alcaraz figures out how to manage his body, and Djokovic, of course, being the veteran that wears down, I think the game is there for Alcaraz. The the draw is what keeps me off of it. That's why I have no play on the men's side. I got Coco Golf at 14-1 to last week. She's down to seven to one. I wouldn't play that. I thought it would stay around ten to one or so, nine to one, ten to one. Once the draw came out, she has a brutal quarter to try to get to the semifinals where she would face the favorite in Igish Fatek. So um, I liked Coco Golf at her number of fourteen to one. I don't have any recommendations right now on the women's side though. At the current odds, we could wait and revisit this in a week, uh, especially after potential attrition occurs. Meanwhile, Trey to college football. Do you have anything for Week Zero, including our game at seven o'clock right here on? C- CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app, Hawaii, your rainbows against Vanderbilt. Uh, unfortunately, I am not picking Hawaii to even cover. So uh, I also, because I also like the over, I like uh, Vanderbilt's number at three and a half. So uh, I'm going to go over on them. So I'm going to take them to cover the 17 and a half. Um, I like Jacksonville State outright. Um, I like Ohio outright as well. Jacksonville State hosting UTEP, a preview and, of Liberty's Conference USA opponents yep. that will be playing. By the way, we'll touch on that around 540 today with Oliver Hodgkinson of collegefootballnetwork.com because six Liberty opponents, UMass and New Mexico State play, seven-point spread. I have nothing in that. Uh, to me, New Mexico State is clearly better, even though Don Brown coaches UMass. But, you know, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm leery when a line like that goes from New Mexico State favored by 10 down to 7. Are there suspensions possibly coming that are those week one or in this case week zero game first game of the year suspensions for things that happen in the offseason? That's that's always a red flag. So I'd wait on that until closer to the 7 o'clock kickoff to get a read. Um, the other one is FIU against Louisiana Tech as well. I have no play on that either. Uh, my only one would actually be Notre Dame 20 and a half against Navy. Normally those schools play it a little bit closer and they, Notre Dame doesn't generally run it up but Navy's breaking in a new head coach uh, and they're trying to change their offensive scheme meanwhile Notre Dame has a better more seasoned quarterback with Sam Hartman from Wake Forest that's why I go with Notre Dame to cover especially at 20 and a half Trey any college football season projections outside of the Virginia schools that we haven't covered yet all right I'm just gonna can I just like storm through these yes go ahead all right over three and a half Andy under five for Iowa State because I don't think they're gonna have a lot of their starters over ten and a half and over ten and a half for both Michigan and Ohio State over nine and a half for Penn State I think the big ten there's three teams and everyone else and uh, a sneaky over six and a half I think this team could surprise a lot of people in the big 12 go pokes Oklahoma State There it is for Trey from his projections. Obviously, we've covered the Virginia schools where we both are on Virginia under three and a half, leaning Virginia Tech over five um, because I think they're more likely to win six than four games this year. And if it's at five, you get your money back. Liberty, um, nine. I liked them at eight a lot on the over nine. It's kind of a push for me as well when it comes to Liberty for that. Uh, Miami under 7.5 is a refresher. They've got to prove it before I actually believe it. That's my other ACC projection. I've got three in Conference USA. I've got UTEP over 5.5. I think they can scratch out six wins on a relatively easy schedule, although I'm with Trey. I'm kind of skeptical that that happens uh, against Jacksonville State and what's a coin flip game tomorrow. Um, Western Kentucky, I've got them over 8.5. They'll lose to Ohio State, but I think they could win the majority of the rest of their game. So, you know, nine and three caches. And I also have Western Kentucky at 
plus 120 to win Conference USA. Again, I think Liberty's the better play long-term as far as which program will dominate that conference, but there's so much turnover as we've discussed so often with Liberty, and that includes uncertainty all across the defense and at quarterback play. I actually did forget one. Uh, I got I to gotta pull it up because I remember I, I said I would do it, and I can't believe I'm saying this. <sighs> Over 10, 9.5. Texas Longhorns. Texas Longhorns to win the Big 12 and make the college football playoff. Trey, the thing I'll I'll say that I've heard counter to that, and the number's gone now, they were, much like Western Kentucky, plus 120 to win that conference. It's down to even money or even minus money. I'll just bet them to win. If I, if I made a bet, I would just bet them to, at this point, not their win total, not their conference. I would bet them to make the playoff because that's where I get the best value. Because... Outside of Alabama, which I think they can beat Alabama because they have the quarterback advantage by a lot. Just want to put that out there right now. Um, that I think they're favored in every game the rest of the way. I, I think that's a very sound and very reasonable take as well. Can I also make a bold statement about Texas? I think Quinn Ewers, I, I don't think he'll necessarily pass Drake Mayer, Caleb Williams, but he will enter that discussion because I think if if you go back, I trust Sark to develop quarterbacks, and I trust I think Quinn Ewers and his raw ability is just too good. I don't dispute anything of what you said, and I think the talent advantage with Texas is so clearly defined in that particular conference. Uh, my only thing, though, Trey, is it, 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 why not? Just take Texas to beat Alabama outright and get your money right off the bat. They're a seven-point underdog for that game. I'm sure that'll be about where the line is because both of them have layups in their season opener uh, next week, and then they play in two weeks. And the reason I say that is if Texas beats Alabama, it's clear they're going to win the conference or should at that point. And if they don't, they might still win the conference, but you know you could get your payout money right off the bat if they beat Alabama, or at least cover a spread, which I don't think is too much to ask either. I'm with you on that. But I would just say uh, you get more value from them making the playoff, and they don't necessarily have to beat Alabama in Alabama to make the playoff. They'll they'll easily be like, let's say they cover the spread and they're an 11 and one Big 12 champ. They're in the college football playoff. 11-1 Big 12 champ with the only loss being Alabama, at Alabama, Alabama. by seven or yeah. fewer. Uh, you know, I, I think that's a very good and a very reasonable point. By the way, Texas is at about 3.2 to one odds to make the college football playoff. Uh, everyone outside of Georgia is plus money to make the aforementioned college football playoff. Last one for you, Trey. Got about 20 seconds or so. Do you have a Heisman projection right now? Yeah, the best player in the country is Marvin Harrison Jr., so I will go with Marvin Harrison Jr. I would do it if it wasn't for this fact. It's always quarterbacks who win, and if Marvin Harrison Jr. lights it up, whoever's at quarterback will just get the glory, even though he is made by Marvin Harrison Jr. No, I think it's going to be a lot like Devontae Smith, Mac Jones. I I think it's going to be the same situation all over again. My one challenge and counter to that before we get to Oliver Hodgkinson is very simply this. There are other good quarterbacks out there that could put up big numbers as well. And if they have a team, a college football playoff caliber season, it changes that. By the way, I'd wait in season for that. We will not wait for Oliver Hodgkinson. He comes on next.